your highest self is to be your highest value to others. Mm. Your highest self is to be your highest value to others. Um. Hey, it's Emily here, and I am so grateful for you tuning in to this episode. From building and maintaining a nine-figure sales organization to speaking around the globe and now creating the It's Emily Lifestyle blog, thank you for being a part of my journey. My mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the skills, the encouragement, the tactical strategies, and inspiring stories while we continue to become purposeful entrepreneurs and leaving a positive impact in each other's lives as we're called to do so. So with that being said, it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. So let's dive in. Hey, hey, everyone. How are you? It's been a minute. I am so excited for this live today. It is going to excite you, ignite you, and help you, as always, grow. I'm equally excited for the conversation that I'm going to be having with just such an inspiration, a mentor from afar, just an incredible human. So we're going to wait for Rory to join us and we're going to get started. And whether you're building a small business, whether you're social sharing, whether you're building a large business, you know, or you're a part of a corporation, or even if you're thinking about it, I believe that this is just such a great call. So share this out, share this with your friends, and let's get the party started here. Emily. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great, how are you? I am so excited and so grateful that you're taking the time to talk with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is so great. I mean, I know like you and I are basically beaten for the like first time in real life, so to speak, but um, I'm so glad this came together. Oh my gosh, me too. And I was just sharing with everyone, you know, how much your knowledge has meant to me and my evolution. And, you know, I always tell everybody, when you have that extra time, whether you're listening to a podcast driving or laying around watching YouTube, when I came across your interview with Lewis Howes, I was just like, ah. my, no my notebook, I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> um, because you are so next level. So thank you for being here and all you do. Thank you for that. I was going to ask you how you originally found me, but yeah, that's... Uh... Our old buddy Lewis, uh, love love me some Lewis House. So that's so that makes me so happy to hear. Yeah, oh, so good. Well, everyone here they want to learn how to elevate their business. We have so many people drop in the chat a one if you own a business, run a business, whether you're in real estate, network marketing, big businesses, and everybody wants to know how can they elevate, how can they become a leader in their space. So what? What advice would you give them? Yeah, well, I think what's what's really interesting, and so we actually did a national research study here um, last year about the impacts of personal brands on businesses and entrepreneurs. And one of the things that the data really points to is that people really do business with people. 
They want to do business with people. It's not so much companies. And even if you're buying a product, right? It's like part of the reason why people buy Spanx is because they love Sarah Blakely and they know who she is. Like people buy Teslas because they identify with Elon Musk or, you know, they buy Virgin because of Richard Branson. And so it's sort of always been that way, but, but it's really been recently, like in the last you know, handful of years that people want to know who you are, right? Mm, they, they, yeah. and, and they want to know who they're buying from. And I think really, Emily, when people think about personal branding, a lot of times I think they think about it this, the wrong way. They, mm. they think of it as like, oh, it's your social media followers or it's your logos or it's your colors or it's your website. Exactly. And, you know, the way that we define personal branding is that personal branding is simply the digitization of your reputation, mm. the digitization of your reputation. Wow, that's so good. We, we got we to gotta write that down. And, and how can, you know, I know you talk a little bit about, about a brand, DNA Helix, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, for sure. So, so the, the best piece of branding advice I've, I've ever received, I actually learned from uh, a, a gentleman named Larry Wingett. And the moment that Larry said this, it, it hit me so hard that it was like, gosh, this is it. And here's what he said. He said, the goal is to find your uniqueness and then exploit it in the service of others. Mm. Find your uniqueness and exploit it in the service of others. And so that's really the question, right? Is like with, you know, thousands of companies and millions of people online is like, why would people follow you? Why would they pay attention to you? And the reason is, is because if you can identify your uniqueness and you can package it in a way that is going to make you useful to other people. Yeah. Now they have a reason to pay attention and they have a reason to, to buy from you. But the question is, how do you find your uniqueness? How do you identify what is your uncopyable difference? How do you discover like, what the thing is about you that nobody else has. Um, yeah. it's, and so that's what the brand DNA Helix is all about. So it's, it's basically these, these six questions that we take people through. And uh, it's, it's almost like a brainstorming exercise where you, okay. you answer all the six questions and it's kind of like you dump your answers out on the table. And at the intersection of the six questions is where your uniqueness lies. It, it's sort of, it tells us who you were uniquely designed to be that nobody else is. And, and so we can totally, we can jump into all six questions or whatever, whatever you want to talk about. But um, do you want me to share the shortcut? Emily? Yes, please. Because everyone's like, I want to do this tonight. Like I want to deep dive because I think that's what people do. They're like, I'm motivated, but what's my purpose? What could, what could I give, you know? And this is in, in reality, like when they really harness this, this is when they're going to be in their zone of genius. But how do you find that? Yeah. So um, we should come back to the purpose question uh, in, in a minute. But okay. um, the, the shortcut to finding your uniqueness, and this is something that we didn't know when, when um, we started the uh, company about four years ago. So we had, uh, my wife and I had started a business back in 2006. Uh, we grew it to eight figures. We had like 200 people and we sold that in 2018. And, and so Brand Builders Group, which is what we do now, personal brand strategy for you know people that you mentioned like Lewis, um, uh, it, we've only been doing that for a few years. So 
we didn't know this when we started the company. We've only learned it in the last few years because we've worked with about 600 clients. Um, and here, here's the shortcut. You are always most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Mm. You're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Um, when we think about like, oh, what should I talk about on social media? Or like, what kind of topic or hashtag or trick or trend could I yeah. follow? That isn't going to lead you to the promised land. Like you might have a video go viral or something, but the way that you build a substantive business is by asking a deeper question. And, and the question is, um, what challenge have you conquered? What obstacle have you overcome? Mm. What, like, um, what struggle have you survived? That is where your uniqueness lies. Like that is where the answer, the, the, the fastest path to the answer of going, it's truly unique. You're truly different. And when people tune in the right per to the right person, it's like, you're talking directly to them. Mm. And I think that's part of what we're doing, right? Is like, you know, my dream was to be a speaker on stages with, you know, thousands and thousands of people and have a New York yeah. Times bestselling book. And so those are things that we've been able to accomplish. And so now we speak pretty powerfully to that person, anyone who is an expert who's yeah. kind of wanting to become more well-known. And, and, and that's the same for anybody. You're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Oh, Oh, that deeply, deeply resonates. And, and something I always share, you know, when I'm going through things, learning deep lessons, whether it's how to hire a new team, personal lessons, I always share with people, you know, start to share it once you've learned from it, right? Once you've learned the lesson, once you've gained the wisdom, that's shaping you, not when you're in the thick in the middle of it. Um, but I really resonate with everything you're saying because I, even, even this morning when I was making content, you know, I do little things in the morning, little baby shifts that make me more productive. When we, mm. And you speak about this so well, we know that we live in the age of distraction. And so many brilliant people are getting nothing done because they're so distracted. So I was thinking, you know, being self-employed for over a decade, I feel like I've had to fight to get it done and to, to really um, protect the gates of my mind. And so I want to always constantly share with my following my friends hacks that they can be more focused and so what Rory's saying really resonates deeply with me because I feel like it's like you you learn it you apply it you become it and then you teach it and then it's just going to be a different frequency right yeah and I mean you know Emily like what you're talking about there with distraction is so huge I mean that's clearly one of the reasons why you've been so successful right is if you have diluted focus you get diluted results. Mm. If you have diluted focus, you get diluted results. That's actually from uh, our, my very first book, which is called Take the Stairs, which was all about procrastination and, and, and this, but it applies specifically to, to building a brand as well. If you're talking to a whole bunch of different audiences, if you have a whole bunch of different topics, if you have you know, a, you know, 20 different platforms you're trying to be on, if you have 27 revenue streams, like you're not going to be as successful That's just, right. just because you're diluted, right? Like if you, if you only have an hour in a day, like you got to choose which, which 
audience or which business model or which topic are you going to lend that hour to? Uh, you know, the old Chinese proverb says, he who chases two rabbits catches neither. And, and yet we do that. Entrepreneurs are some of the worst at that. They're constantly launching new things. And, yeah. um, you know, and, and I actually think it's really bad advice to have multiple streams of income for most okay. people. Um, you don't need multiple streams of income. Like if you have multiple streams of income, that means that none of them are optimized. Probably the way you get wealthy is by having one freaking amazing stream mm -hmm. of income, like one thing that works really, really well. And then once you've amassed a pile of money, then you can diversify and then you can put the money to work in different ways. But you don't get wealthy by having multiple streams of income. Multiple streams of income is something you do after you're, after you're already wealthy, but you need to focus. Like focus is power. If you go all in on something that it, even if you're not that smart, like if you just yeah. do one thing over and over and over again for a really long time, like you're going to succeed. Most people that fail don't fail. Be, or they, most people that fail, the reason they fail is not because they're not smart enough. It's because they got distracted and they have diluted yeah. focus. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, I'm jumping up and down right now because I feel like you're, you, you're speaking to so many people. And, and, you know, I've been an entrepreneur in the network marketing space is how I really got my start, but I did that for 10 years. 10 years of learning sales, 10 years of building a, you know, seven figure plus sales organization, helping build leaders, 10 years. And you weren't doing years. anything else. No. I bet. Like you were all in on all that in. thing. All in, all in, all in. So I get messages from people that are like, I really want financial freedom. And then they're, they're doing literally five different things. And there's no way you can become masterful at that. That's There's right. no way, you know? And so I always like to look at, okay, what's on my plate? What's my vision? What needs to go? What needs to stay? Um, but I truly feel that's how you become world-class. You just put in the reps more than anybody else. That's totally <laughs> it. I mean, and it's, it's not rocket science. Like it's, it's really just take, staying, staying the course and, and staying mm -hmm. focused. And, and you do that one thing for a really long time. Um, it adds up. I, I think the the temptation is the shiny object syndrome is to like chase always be chasing chasing the new thing but like yeah i spoke 304 times for free before i ever got paid as a professional speaker and so you know people will see me on stage now and there's 10,000 people in the room or something and they're like wow you're so young and i'm fairly i'm fairly young I'm about to turn about to turn 40 um and i got two ah. kids two kids now so i'm like real life grown up these balloons are from my our uh, kids birthday <laughs> birthday party the the um but the it's like i'm young in age time but i'm old in stage time i mean i've been on stages since i was 17 years old so it's like i've been doing this over 20 years wow and you know like i think people even ask the wrong question where they're like well, okay, should I do real estate or should I do, should I be a financial planner? Or I want to do like, um, you know, should I do NF, should I do like cryptocurrency and NFT or should I do network marketing or should I start my own business? And, and people spend too much time trying to figure out which is the right thing to do, not right. realizing you can be successful at any of them as long any. as you go all in on one of them, right? It's, it's like, uh, you know, I grew up, my, my mom was in direct sales, um, 
So I grew up around Mary awesome. Kay ladies. Awesome. Um, yeah. So I, my mom was a single mom. And so I grew up around Mary Kay ladies. And then I was actually, I went door to door when I was in college for five years and uh, I knocked on doors for five, for five okay. summers. So, uh, you know, and, and it's like, sometimes people will say like, oh, well, you know, is, is that a scam or is this a scam? And it's like, no, none of them are a scam. They all work, but they're all freaking hard. Like uh -huh. it's extremely difficult to, to, to be successful in network marketing or real estate investing or in the stock market or a cryptocurrency but all of them work if you work, if you yep. stay focused. The, like, the question is not, it's not about the opportunity. It, it, success is never a matter of circumstance. It's always a matter of choice. It's mm. a matter of character. It's a matter of discipline. It's a matter of you saying like, this is my dream and I'm going all in on my dream. And so the work we do today is mostly working with personal brands. But it's the same thing as people go, oh, well, you know, I want to have a I want to have a podcast like Lewis's with, you know, hundreds of millions. It's like, well, yeah, who doesn't? But right. Like thousand. He did. He's done over a thousand episodes and he did it for so long. I uh -huh. met him. I actually met him when uh, when my first book came out all the way back in 2012. And okay. we just became friends. It was before he was who he is today. And, mm -hmm. and that's what happens too, is you, you meet great people when you're like, you know, on the, on the climb together. So you could do anything as long as you just focus on, focus on it and go all in. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's really so powerful. And it's, it's in the beginning stages when you, you're not polished, you stumble over your words. I call it like the incubator. You're in the incubator. Um, you know, for me, it was three years before I made my first million in my company, but those three years were rough. And I was, you know, most people would have quit for how much money I was making. I was driving my purple Saturn far away from the meeting spot. I didn't want anybody to see my car. I was borrowing blazers from other women. Um, you know, it's just that it's, it's that part of so many people's evolution that you don't see on social media. You know, it, it's, it's the late night studying Rory's videos on YouTube and, and going to work on yourself. And then suddenly poof, it clicks, it starts to click and you start to get that forward momentum and what breaks my heart is when so many people are so close to the finish line and you're not even the finish line but to get in the end zone to get that first touchdown and they just quit <laughs> yeah and it, it happens all the like it, it's it's amazing people give up like right when they're right on the edge and and that's why uh you know the the, the metaphor of take the stairs you know, mm -hmm. just do the thing you know you should be doing even when you don't feel like doing it. That was part of how we built my personal brand. That was like kind of my first big breakthrough moment. Yes. Um, is is also a great metaphor, not only for doing things you don't want to do, but 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 learning to, you know, as, as the legendary philosopher Miley Cyrus says, you know, it, it, like enjoy the climb. Like yeah. it's, the, it's the climb because, um, you know, if if somebody when when somebody pays me to speak on a stage now, they're really paying me for when I was speaking for free to three people mm. in the back of a Perkins restaurant. Um, and you know when 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 you get a when I get a book deal today, it's like they're really I'm really getting paid for the thousands uh, not thousands but the hundreds of blog articles I wrote 
when there were like six people reading them. That's right. Um, and wow. it's the same. I, I used to do this um, in door to, like when I was going door to door, I actually used to sing this stupid song. I'll sing it for you, which is insane. I'm going to sing it like, but what happened was what I figured out was um, after my first summer doing this, I, I made a, a pile of money and then I divided how much money I made by all the people who told me no. So I had kept track of every like call I'd made. And I figured out that every time someone slammed the door on me, I made $4. And so the next year when I went back, instead of thinking about it as I get paid when I make a sale, I played this little game and I would sing this song when someone would slam the door on me and I would say, um, I make $4 because you holla at me, baby. <laughs> Every time you holla, I make four more dollar for me. RV, I make lots of money because you yell at me. Thank you for slamming the door on me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that is how it is. Like it you, is. It's it, if you're in the gym, it's like you're getting you're getting paid when you're working out and nobody's there. Like the rock, right? Like how many hours has that guy been in the gym where mm -hmm. nobody paid attention, nobody knew who he was? Um you are getting paid for all that time, but so often you don't get paid in that moment. You always get paid sooner or later, but right. you don't usually get paid right now. Like mm -hmm. sooner or later, you will get paid for that sacrifice. You'll get paid for that work, but you, it's, it's almost never in the moment. Yeah, you're so spot on. You're just planting, 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 planting eventually you'll harvest, right? If you don't yeah. quit. If you don't quit. And that's, and, and it's not easy. And, and personal branding is no different, right? So, so here's, here's a, a, you know, we're living this right now. So what happens is uh, when we sold our company in 2018, part of what happened is we stole all of my social media accounts. So my YouTube channel, my podcast, my, um, the, my email database, all of our clients, like our whole team, right? And so we had to start my social media over on wow. back on zero in 2019. And I'll tell you this, the only thing harder than building a personal brand once is doing it twice. Like right. we've already done all this once before. And so we haven't, you know, we had to like start back over. Mm -hmm. um, but that's another thing. Um, pro probably the most signature catchphrase from my take the stairs book is something we call the rent axiom. And the rent axiom says that success is never owned success is only rented and the rent is due every day. Um, <sighs> it, it's and that, and that is how it is. Like success is not something you own. It is something you rent and the rent mm -hmm. is due every day. And so you, no matter how successful you are, it's like you have to keep growing if you like, that's right. Otherwise you, you just start going backwards. And so whether you're, you know, building a network marketing business, you're an entrepreneur or you're trying to build a personal brand. Yeah. It's, it's all the same principles. Oh. Like, it, the same it's, principles. it so is. And it, it, it deeply, it deeply hits me because, you know, when I, I became a millionaire when I was 26 years old, I'm 34 today. And I remember people being like, take it easy, take it easy. Like, you know, like enjoy your life. And I'm like, I am enjoying my life, but I can only be on the beach for like two days. And then I start reading a book and I get so motivated. I want to go do something. And, you know, I'm grateful that I have that I was raised by a single mom as mm. well. And I think a lot of that is from, 
her, but I always try to find things to put in my calendar, build in my calendar, events, things like that to keep me focused, to keep me growing. Um, because once you think you've arrived, you've begun your decline. I always say that, and, <laughs> you know, and, and it's truly, it becomes after a while, it becomes all about impact. And it's like the greatest gift you can give to another human is teaching them something, helping, guiding. And that's what you do so well. I see that. Uh, I, we have mutual friends that have worked with your company and you've changed their lives. And it's just so awesome to see, Rory. Well, thanks, Emily. I, to, to your point, like I said this earlier, we should come back to this conversation about purpose. Um, you know, so you were very financially successful at a young age. A, a fair number of clients that we work with at Brand Builders Group are really financially successful. Like, you, you know, um, most of our clients are not totally yet. Like they don't, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people know us because of some of the more recognizable people we work with. But our heart is for the young, like the people who are starting out and earlier in their journey, um, just because that's who we relate with. But when you don't have money, you don't understand this, but once you do, you start to realize that money actually doesn't motivate people for that long. Like it, it, there is a, there is a certain threshold, like pretty much once you don't have any debt and once you can kind of like go to a restaurant and order whatever you want to eat and you mm -hmm. can fill up your gas tank and not really pay attention and you can go shopping and you know, you don't really like, look at the prices and not, I'm not talking about like buying Rolls Royces and stuff. I'm just saying like, totally you go to, you go to Nordstrom's and you can like get a nice shirt and not like yeah. worry about it. Once you get to kind of that point, the money beyond that isn't super motivating to you. And, 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 it, and for a lot of people, that's a real struggle because they were driven the whole early part of their career by making money. And, and this ties yeah. into, um, you know, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs is, you know, at the top of that is self-actualization, which is like uh -huh. becoming becoming all you were meant to be. But if I were going to do another TED Talk, I would probably do it on this subject um, because I think Maslow missed it. Uh, I think the hierarchy is right, but I think he was one rung short because I think the highest pursuit is not self-actualization, it's others' actualization there 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 is a level beyond that which is there's nothing like the feeling you get when you help someone else succeed and mm. that that feeling never gets satisfied it never goes away like you can for the most part most people can make enough money to kind of be like okay i have got you know the freedom that i want but you if you're drawn to serving people it it is an in a motivator that never it's a well that never runs dry. Like it's a fire that never goes out because you're always going, how can I, how can I help people be successful? How can I help other people yeah. get to the next level? And being others focused in that way is also, ironically, you end up making more money. That's right. <laughs> you, you certainly do. You, yeah. you make more money. So, um, you know, the, when people ask the question, what is my purpose? Again, it's not that it's a bad question, but I think there's a better question. Um, mm -hmm. I think a better question is saying, who can I serve? Who can yes. I help? If, yes. if you figure out someone that you can help, you, you will, when we ask, what is my purpose? What we're really asking is like, what could I spend my time doing that would fulfill me and give me joy and mm -hmm. satisfaction? 
And I tell you, if you ask, who can I serve? And then you do whatever that is, you will get the joy and the satisfaction regardless right. of how much money you're making. And it's a better way to live. And it's a, it's a, it's a better way to make an impact on the world. Um, and, you know, it's a really great personal brand strategy, right? To, to talk about what we said earlier, you're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. You're thinking about the who, not the what. Like, yeah. who, who can I help? Who can I serve? How can I add value to them? And if you just focus on how can I be useful, um, then everything else kind of sorts itself out. And I think it, take, it, really, it really takes care of itself. It totally does. It totally does. When I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor and, and had a makeshift bedroom at the start of my journey and I couldn't go buy things, I realized that my, my energy, my frequency was so low and it was because I was so focused on what I didn't have. I was so focused on that, Rory, and I started to change my language and I started to say, who can I bless today? Mm. Who? And, and so I would wake up in the morning, I kid you not, and I was like, who can I bless today? Who can I bless today? <laughs> and I still do this. I still do this 11 years in. I'm like, who, who is going to come into my path today that I get to serve? Even on the days and the moments of my life that I, you know, it was a hard time. I'm like, no who can I bless today? And it's so wild how you blessing another human, helping them, guiding them, serving them, whether it's with your product, your service, whatever, it's like it ignites something in you and you, you become an attraction magnet. And then, then you're in your purpose and you realize, oh my gosh, like this is what I meant to do. Yeah, you're, you're so spot on. Your, your highest self is to be your highest value to others. Mm. Your highest self is to be your highest value to others. Um, Beautiful. The, um, and it's, it, it's, it's, it's when you're doing that, it's, it's far more valuable than money, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, you don't even have to have, uh, there's, there's plenty of people who have nice houses and nice cars. There's nothing wrong with money for sure. But like, it's, it's not the answer that people think it is. In terms right. of in terms of the fulfillment portion, um, you, you know, now you can you can be you can be wealthy and unfulfilled, and you can be broken unfulfilled too. So there, it's just the, the fulfillment and, and the money are not really connected. What what the fulfillment comes from is from service. It's it's your life has value in the context of another person in in yeah. in the relationship to. Um, adding adding benefit to 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 somebody else um mm. so i think um I th you know i think not enough people talk about that and, and specifically you know the power of personal branding is just a way to monetize that so yeah when, when we help people build and monetize their brand and we ask we ask them that question okay you're most powerfully positioned to, to serve the person you once were yeah who can you serve who can you help who can you support and then from that, you, if, you, if you follow that up with a question and you say, okay, what does that person need the most? How could I serve them in the deepest way? How could I help that person make money the fastest? How could I help them achieve the result the fastest? And if you focus on that and belabor it and like pray about it and you, you yeah. meditate on it and you go, God, would you please use me in a way that 
makes me valuable to other people, then your personal brand just grows yeah. tremendously. Oh, such good advice. Oh my gosh, this has been amazing. You are, you are such a gift to this world. I, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're a productive man. I don't use the word busy. I use the word productive man and all you do. And, you know, where can people connect with you? I want them to, first of all, everyone, let me just tell you, go follow Rory Baden on IG. Okay. Watch it. Get all of his books. I'm just telling you. Okay. Get all of his books, YouTubes. You will be so grateful that you did, but tell us where else they can connect. Well, thanks. Thank you so much, Emily. Like that's so graceful. Like, um, so, so here's what I would say. What we do is one-on-one -on -one coaching. This is what we do as a, as a company, right? We, we work with people one-on-one, -on -one, human to human, like, we are all about the like getting to know you personally. Um, and so our free gift is actually to do a, um, a free coaching call. Um, we'll do the first free coaching, uh, first coaching call with everybody for free. Um, now you, if you go to emilyvavra.freebrandcall.com. So it's your first and last name, Emily Vavra. I'm saying that right, Vavra, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So emilyvavra.freebrandcall.com. Um, you can fill out a form and we'll tell you if now is the right time to do your free coaching call or like if, if, if later, but that'll help us point you in the right direction. Um, and we do the first, the first call for free with everybody. So if you, you go there, you can figure out, um, you can fill that out. And, you know, of course our specialty is helping people build and monetize their personal brand, helping you to become more well-known, helping you to become yeah. the go-to the go-to person in whatever your space is. And so we work with experts, like um, a lot of professional services, uh, a, a lot of coaches, consultants, speakers, authors, like bloggers, influencers, um, mm -hmm. but even entrepreneurs, just anybody who's really like an expert or has a message and, and wants to be more well-known. Um, so yeah, I would just go there, emilybobber.freebrandcall.com. And, uh, you know, and then obviously connect on IG and, and all that. Yeah. Awesome. You're incredible. Thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to getting to know you even more. And I'm just so grateful for this. So thank you so much. Yeah, well, thank you, Emily. And one just one last little thing here. Um, another thing that we've learned over the course of time, uh, just like the last few years, mm -hmm. is um, there's a lot of people, you know, maybe watching, listening to this, that you maybe feel that calling inside, like you, you kind of go, gosh, I do feel like I have a message. Like, I do feel like I, I want to help more people. I do want, you know, maybe you've gone through something, you've overcome some problem and, and you're like, I do want to help. And, and then we talk ourselves out of it because we get scared. Yeah. Right. And we go, Oh there's yeah. Our, you know, there's already somebody who does it right. Like there's already a Brene Brown or there's already a Tony Robbins or there's already a whatever, whatever. Or, you know, who am I? Like, I don't have a master's degree or I don't have a, I don't have a, a million yeah. followers. And what happens is that fear shows up and, and fear shows up predominantly one time in your life. Fear is so self-centered. You always feel fear when you're thinking about yourself. You feel fear because you go, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I don't know the technology. I don't have the followers. I don't have the credentials, blah, 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 blah. Like it's yep. always I, I, I. But there is no fear when the mission to serve is clear. 
There is no fear when the mission to serve is clear. Like if you're just focusing on helping someone, everything changes, right? Like uh, yeah. the, the, the example I use is if there, was a, if there was a car accident and there was a car that was turned upside down and the car was on fire and you went over there to like help someone, you're not worried about how does my hair look? And like, right. is my outfit cute, right? Because you're going to help somebody. You're going there focused on service. And yeah. so you don't feel fear. There is no fear when the mission to serve is clear. So you only feel fear when you're thinking about yourself. So if you have that calling and you feel like, you know what? I do want to reach more people. I, I do want to help. What I want you to realize, and maybe you've never thought about it this way, is that the calling on your life, the calling on your heart, the calling that you feel inside is the result of a signal that's being sent out by somebody else who needs you. And that person needs you more than you need them. They do. Yeah. Like you're worried about like, oh my gosh, like what hashtag am I gonna use? Or, you know, how do I figure out QuickBooks? Or like, how do I right. make a sales call? Like, but, but they are, they're struggling with something in their life that is really significant. And they, they often are, you know, they are trying to answer questions. Like they could be begging and pleading mm. and possibly on their hands and knees, praying for answers to That's questions right. that you know, like the back of your hand. Yep. And so don't deny that person. Like that person needs you more than you need them answer that call that's why it's called yeah. a calling right someone is sending a signal out to you it is calling you and you have to go you have to go find that person that's right i'm 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 gonna cry it's this it is so true <laughs> and i know if you're reading the comments this is dropping for people right now because it's so true we all doubt ourselves i need i doubt myself i have moments me too this morning i'm like Oh my gosh, I'm talking to Rory today, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> equipped for the, you guys, it, 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 fear is a liar. We all have all heard all this, but when you, when you step into, oh, there's somebody on the other side of it that I'm supposed to help, it gives you courage. It absolutely does. And so all those little guys, all those little, that little guy that's telling you all those negative things, shut them up and make the call that could change it all you know, schedule the call. I always say in the moment when you feel it, when you feel like this is it, I want to move forward. I'm going to step forward, take action while you feel this way right now, take action because this will go away. We're not hanging out with you every day. So take action and, and plant the things that are going to move your calling forward, your business forward, your mission forward. Let's do yeah. it. Thank you so much, Emily. I really appreciate it. I wish you all the best. I look forward to staying in touch. Thank you, everybody. Yes. Um, we'll connect with you on the, on, in the DMs and on the comments. All right. Thank all right. you. Bye, all. Bye.